Hello and welcome to Unsourced. Well, my name is Elvis, and as always, I'm your host. All right, this is going to be a short one because I know that, well, this is coming out on Thanksgiving. So happy holidays, first of all. People have better things to do today. And if not, then have a great day nonetheless. All right, let's start off some news topics. The first of which is that apparently Black Lightning on the CW is getting canceled. And that's a shame. Now, I know that I'm not the biggest fan of CW shows. In fact, I think that they should all be gone. But I know a lot of people who really did like Black Lightning and really are boosters for its quality that it's not as dumb or melodramatic or as stupid or as terrible as the regular CW stock. I'm never going to test that theory out but I do trust them and I'm just sorry that a show they liked got cancelled. Also apparently there are rumors that Green Arrow is going to be introduced to the DCEU in the Peacemaker TV show on HBO Max. But however James Gunn did come out and say that that was a bunch of bullshit so that goes to show why you shouldn't really trust clickbait like that. Unless he's double bluffing. Who knows? That happens. Anyway, let's move on to what I read this week. First off, we have John Constantine, Hellblazer, number 12. And this is the solemn and very sorry end to what is one of the best series that DC has put out this year, or in a couple of years. The end of Simon Spurrier's run on Hellblazer. It's gone too soon. It's been a wild ride and one that I'm really saddened to see end. Hellblazer has to be one of the best stories Spurrier has ever written. It's a series that his entire mainstream career has been building up toward. From 2000 AD and Jack Point, to the cynical and harsh commentary of his crosswork for Avatar Press, and even to the psychedelic and metaphysical chaos of the dreaming. All of that laid foundation for what was a definitive modern Hellblazer run. It's miles above and ahead of everything DC has put out since the end of the original series like 8 years ago, and even better than the last few years of that series to begin with. So let's just get on with it. This issue, despite the sudden cancellation, at least finishes up the myth arc that, you know, was set up from the start of the storyline. The truth and despair behind John and old John, and what it means for Constantine to die. And well, this issue hits that landing with the force of a 10 megaton bomb. It leaves nothing but destruction, despair, and heartbreak in its wake. And it does that with such a fantastically eloquent and poignant flourish that's hard to look away from. It's one of Spurrier's most engrossing and enthralling issues yet. Of anything. And it earns that every step of the way. Dynamics are stretched to the limit, characters are pushed to the brink, and there's no escaping from the same cynical and world-weary edge that the series has been hallmarked from the beginning. In the end, it stays true to those roots and never lets the reader forget about it. The small moments of respite in this issue are only serving as schmuck bait to salt the wounds even further. And it's so damn good. Like, my heart is broken by where things are left off for a few key characters, but it was so earned and satisfying and substantial that it was kind of wonderful to read. And I'm going to miss that from Sperrier. But that is only on the basis of this as the end of the arc. Because that's kind of what it's meant to be and how it reads. It's not really a grand finale or even finale to this series or run. It ends on a note that is kind of woefully open-ended and calls for another arc. Maybe we'll see it someday, but probably not. Overall, two thumbs up and kudos to everyone involved. You did an amazing job. Next up, we have the other history of the DC Universe, number one. Finally, after three years of waiting, we have the first issue of John Ridley's The Other History of the DC Universe, a series that aims to put a spotlight on real-life struggles and viewpoints that aren't or weren't represented in regular DC comics. Topics like racism, systemic oppression, poverty, gangland violence, urban strife, and internal conflict being stemming from all those at once. And it seems like a bit of a hefty bill, but honestly, Ridley pulls it all off of grace. This has to be one of the rawest issues of this sort I've read from DC in a long time, if ever. I know that Ridley wrote a series for Vertigo back in the day that broached similar themes called The American Way, and this carries forth that tradition, but now zeroing in incisively on totems and standards of DC as a whole, all from the viewpoint of Jefferson Pierce, aka Black Lightning. And that is such a perfect character to kickstart all this with, because he lives in suicide slums. 
in a metropolis neighborhood. Imagine having Superman around, being based in your own city, and still having a neighborhood everyone writes off, neglects, ignores, and is called Suicide Slums. That is a kind of huge blind spot. Any unwillingness to have any aid from the establishment, any helplessness of people there, is such a fertile ground for the idea that is the foundation of this series. Jefferson's narration is just disillusioned exploration of DCU and what it's meant to him throughout his entire life. From annoyance to disappointment to naivety to charade to hypocrisy to harmfulness, if the other history is about what the regular history of the DCU neglects, then that's the world Jefferson inhabits and the life he lives. Once shaped by that neglect and that pain. And Ridley breathes such life and substance into why a person would feel that way. And the ways they're justified and reaffirmed by it. But also, powerfully so, the ways in which they're stunted, harmed, and warped. Because it's not simply about how Jefferson sees the world, but also how he's used the world's aggression and neglect and internalized it in ways that hurt himself and the others around him. Touching upon ideas of toxic masculinity and disdain and contempt and all the stuff that, well, to quote Ridley here, is just another word for bigotry and how a person has to come to terms with that part of themselves and their experience and that, you know, maybe sometimes we have to contend with our own beasts, with our own demons. It's an issue that feels so rich in its emotional and philosophical substance that it feels lived and alive. I can't wait to reread this because it might be a classic in the making. Overall, two thumbs up. Also, props to Ridley for making note how stupid and ridiculous Cosmic Goddess he was, but using it to catapult his story in an engaging direction. And lastly, we have Exosurge chapters 20 to 22, X-Men, Excalibur, and Exosurge Destruction. Finally, we reached the end of this two-month-long event, so let's not mince words. It's a good ending. It's okay. I mean, there's not much to say about it. It's one long extended fight that keeps building and building and building upon itself. It's basically all the action people wanted from the actual tournament in one long stretch. Honestly, the worst part about it is that a good chunk of it happens in the Excalibur section. And Excalibur is still just an aggravating, mind-numbing mess of a book. And that carries through to the event. The rest is just chaotic action, and then a few really good character beats. Are those beats earned by the story? Maybe not, but they're still entertaining and poignantly tinged in parts. There's not much more I can say about it because it really does go by breezily enough that I kind of stopped being enthralled. Overall, I'm just glad the event is over. More or less, I enjoyed the majority of it. And I can't wait to get back to business because, well, if nothing else, this event did seed up a lot of plots that I can't wait to see paid off. And they also released a teaser for the next stage of Hickman's X-Men run called Reign of X. And well, I can't wait to see what happens with that. So overall, one thumb up, one thumb middle. And also I want to note that I was 100% right about the space station because booyah, I did not expect that to happen. Anyway, that's it for this week. I know it was a short one, but like I said, I kind of want you all to have a nice holiday season. And have a happy Thanksgiving. I just want to give a shout out to the co of the show at D-O-T-E-M-C-E. And give them all the traction that they deserve because they deserve everything. Anyway, thanks again and see you next week.